Welcome to the Security Asia podcast. My name is Ron Efron, and I am here today with my colleague, Avihai Seri. We'll be talking about machine learning and AI for security cameras. Recently, Avihai has been part of a judge panel for the S&ST related products, which I thought we, we thought was very interesting, and we wanted to talk about that a little bit. Avihai, uh, welcome back to the show. So tell us, what, what was this about? What was this whole judging panel thing about? Great. So let, let's start maybe uh, with a little bit of a background uh, about SNST, uh, security and safety things, where are they coming from and what's their approach to the market? So security and safety things is a company that has been bought by Bosch. Basically, the way that they look at security solutions is by uh, utilizing the resources that we have on the edge, if it's the cameras or the access control systems, and really trying to create more value from them versus having a server that's doing these sophisticated services for the security right. industry. Well, basically their what their business model is, they're bringing the app store concept to security cameras, right? And actually we had them on a on a cast in the past and it's very interesting. We can add the link to the show notes, but they're bringing that whole app store concept to the cameras where clients have the total flexibility of browsing an app store, buying an app, uploading it directly to their cameras, and then utilizing those very niche or very specific functions. Right. So I, want, I would say about that is that till today, we've been seeing around video analytics specifically, we've been seeing pretty much different vendors providing the same types of analytic services. If it's around people counting, heat map, social distancing with this whole COVID situation, I could say that you could really list it out of what are the main AI or analytic capabilities that you could do on the, ca- on the cameras today. And SNST really opened that up to a broader range of services that you could consume. So they have the basics that, are, that is already there and you could, uh, you could use it on their app store tomorrow morning. And they've officially got into Singapore uh, in the last couple of months. So now I wanted to try and bring up today a little bit about the different, uh, let's say, hardware structures that you could use to set it up and then talk about different implementations that you could do using SNST. And what is the flexibility when we talk about having an app store and basically taking an app on or off the system? Okay, let's do that. So... The basic hardware structure that security and safety things is, is going with is by utilizing the current setup, right? So we don't want to try and reinstall devices on the, in the facility, but we want to utilize them. One way to do that is by adding a gateway that is an AI gateway that the application would be installed on that component. And that component would be connected to the network where the security surveillance system is existing. By doing that, we don't have to make any changes to our cameras, keep on managing the same vendors that we're familiar with. Well, just just in full transparency though, this is not these this will not work for any camera on the market. It is limited to a certain range of specific brands. Uh, but let's say it's the cam the camera manufacturer list is huge. Basically, any Onvif support mm-hmm. type of camera could uh, could really work with it. It is extensive and it's growing. It's growing and and with the right needs in the market, uh, SNST is very flexible of uh, creating uh, new integrations. So how does a client uh, use this? Right. So once once you analyze, uh, for for example, a a security zone where you say, okay, on this zone, I want to create some kind of uh, sophistication. 
that's not relevant to other zones, right? So the whole purpose here is to try and take really a narrow kind of area in your facility and manage that in a different way or having the ability to slice it per camera zone, right? So if let's say we have 100 cameras in our facility and on one camera, we, we need to do mass detection and on the other camera, we need to make sure that everybody's standing obeying to the security standards, such as helmet wearing or, or uh, dress code and using that camera for those rules. Okay, so you can, so you can basically say, okay, th- I want this camera to have this function and you can decide how other cameras have a different kind of function and you can upload the app specifically to those cameras. Exactly, and more than that, I could also take the app down and transfer it to a different camera using the same license. So I have the flexibility to really change it on a daily basis. Or if let's say now we know uh, one entrance is is occupied and the other is closed, then I would stop paying for that subscription on the closed entrance and put that license somewhere else. So this really gives a lot more flexibility to users where they have for relatively low investment can utilize these newer developments, newer technologies, and have a lot of flexibility in moving around and managing that. So this really gives a lot more flexibility and value to customers. So if you take the traditional way of uh, video analytics, or let's say the beyond the basics of video uh, management systems, eventually an enterprise needs to invest a significant amount of money for licensing, even if they're not using it for the entire site. And that is exactly where I see the opportunity here. That being the biggest barrier, right now, that's not a barrier. We could do in a low cost, you could provide AI, very sophisticated types of solutions in the market. And now, part of the competition that you just talked about when we started is that there are basically companies that are experts in machine learning and AI capabilities, and they try to come in and implement their solutions on top of the ONVIF protocol using security and safety things and and building something that would be sustainable to enterprise level and not only as a hobby, let's say. But tell me about that. I mean, before we started recording, we mentioned a little bit about machine learning on the camera. What does that mean? And and do you have any examples of that? Yeah. So if if we talk about training, I have a facility that has some kind of uniqueness or I have a threat that is very important for me to protect myself from. I need to do some training to the model that I have in my system. One of the challenges is that the data is pretty limited or the access of, for us as consumers to going through that training cycle. Uh, if I need to take a step back, machine learning, one of the phases that are required is training phase where you define the object in the system so the system would be able to identify that object in any situation and react based on the flow that we create. And you need to provide a certain data set a certain amount of data so that I can actually um, exactly uh, learn on if, if I use that term. Exactly. So for example, for face or for clothing and colors, there's uh, there are public uh, databases that have uh, millions of registries that we put them in these systems by default. And that's how you get the basics. But uh, you know that that created uh, use cases where, for example, in Asia, facial recognition wasn't so so strong using the American vendors because the database was mainly of American nationals and the, the face wasn't the same or vice versa. So those are things that we, we saw in the market regarding training. So basically what we're able to do with these kinds of applications is reduce the, the dependency 
on what the vendor decides to develop. And we're able to take it, take some action, implement a camera with an application that will do a training model, identifying these objects and implementing it in our video management system. And even more than that is that if we take one point, one camera point, and we build it as a training model, or we build that with a specific SNSD application, that module would be integrated into one of the uh, enterprise VMSs. So if we say, for example, that we want face detection type of system on one camera, but we want it to be integrated into a Milestones video management system, that's definitely mm -hmm. possible. I want to bring up maybe a few solutions that are currently in the market that are pretty mature. And uh, hopefully we would be able to do also some live session around our next webinar, showing a little bit how this works and how easy it is to work with. Of course, we're going to attach to this podcast uh, the names of the companies that provide these kinds of technologies. One basic kind of analytic that, that we've seen is all around face detection. Under face detection, uh, you really need to have the right AI company that's creating more sophisticated analytics. With facial recognition, we have several challenges. If it's the angle of the camera, if it's the type of individuals really that you train the machines with, we talked about that a little bit. And where are you doing this kind of uh, face recognition? Are you doing it in the dark, light, subway? These are challenges that eventually the processing that you need to go through to have that face recognition is on that flow, the data flow, it, it makes it just harder to create genuine results. And when you talk about analyzing a person's face to understand if there's a threat or not coming from that person, then you even make it even more complicated. And to be able to get to that kind of level, you really need to be accurate on how you position the point, the camera point, and how you develop on top of it and monitor it. So that is, for example, something that SNST with a company called AI Tech. AI Tech built their application that would support on SNST, and you could come and implement their solution where their whole business before, even before SNST, their whole business is around the AI capabilities uh, using video. Mm -hmm. And now it's taking a different industry that's AI, pure AI business, and putting it in the security industry. And I think that that's like, that's a big, a significant step in the business, something that we didn't have till today. Another type of solution that, that is very interesting, in my opinion, is automated quality inspection. So uh, there are companies that uh, basically look at the flow of a manufacturing line, production line, and they want to see and save human resources by using cameras to detect defects in the process. So if you're taking, for example, a company like Coca-Cola that has bottles of drinks that are going through the whole supply, the whole production line, you want to be able to identify before it's too late if a label didn't print out properly, if the cap is not right, if the bottle is too small or, or many other criteria that could happen. And you don't want to have human resources staying there on that line. You could invest in such a solution and you could even train your camera to be even specifically knowledgeable about your production line. And that's, that's unique, right? That's something that it's not on the shelf solution. Suddenly it's almost as if you developed an in-house capability. Right. And that could be used in many industries. Exactly. 
and that you could take it to any industry and you could do the customization it adapts itself and that's that's innovation pure innovation in my opinion right. and this can be also be used around um, EHS like environmental and health and safety applications either on a construction site making sure people are wearing uh, proper protective gear are in the era of covid if people are wearing uh, proper uh, PPE or other are masks, et cetera, application can be trained for those uh, needs as well. Exactly. And, and I think that here, an uh, interesting point to bring up is about who is the responsible of providing such solution? Who is the expert in your company, in your organization that knows how to take these kinds of tools and say, here, we could take a combination and by that create a skill set for your facility that you didn't even imagine, but you do need it. You just didn't imagine that you could get it with that kind of cost-effective matter. And I think that that's where Blue Ocean is definitely positioned ourselves. And we believe that we have a way to look at things and build it up that in a way that it fits for enterprises and not only small, medium businesses. So that's very interesting. What we're planning is to have a webinar where we can show a live demo of this working. Uh, we'll do that in, in the near future. So listeners out there, you can stay tuned for that. Tell me, Avihai, what do you think the future here is going to look like? I think that eventually this is a type of consuming habit for security that will be consumed by all companies. Like, I believe that this is not a replacement to the current video management setup, but it is a tool that companies will have to use to be able to execute their security standards in the best way possible. They have to have that kind of customization. And today to build a product that fits for video systems is not so simple. And it's not something that a company that it's not their business, that nobody wants to deal with that. And in addition to that is that there are lots of companies that have all these AI skills that are not implemented in the security industry because they don't have the, the investment or the willingness to put efforts in getting into the security industry. But here is a bridge to overcome that gap meaning companies that are not pure security companies will be able to tap into this industry and give us additional services that we didn't have till today. Who are these people or what type of companies are actually developing these apps for SNST? I mean, you, you were a judge recently on a panel. Yeah, so um, the, the, the competition is still ongoing. Hopefully, we, all, we will post on our LinkedIn and our other mark, on our other channels the news and the updates around this competition, but that's still ongoing. We will share a link uh, of the shop, the application store of SNST. Basically, you have, I would say, over 100 applications from different industries, if it's smart cities, airport implementation, commercial buildings, retail stadiums hospitals, railways. So what they've tried to do, I would say the some core AI companies, they tried to create with small fine tuning, an application that is for a specific industry, even though it's the same application. For example, I'm using AI incident deep application, and I'm wrapping it up and saying this fits for hospitals. This is how I'm dealing with a need in specifically in the hospital industry. And then this company came and said, okay, let me wrap up the same product, but provide it as a solution for smart cities. So really looking at that need of looking at a road versus looking at a facility that has a hospital, the approach is a little bit different, but the technology is the same. So like as consumers, we want it simple, right? I don't want to see an application that is an AI general application 
And now I start, I need to start using my imagination around how could I use that for license plate recognition or how could I use that for kind of 3D modeling? I don't need to be the one thinking about that. I want the vendors to think about those solutions for me. And then I see it just as we see an application store, right? I want to see it as something that I just want to click, plug, play. Do they offer the option of trying applications before you're buying them? Yeah. So so you have a way to have a, a, like a testing period of time. I think it depends a little bit on the different solutions. Different applications have different policy around how long like how much time they provide as a demo. And then from there, how much do you like, what would be the licensing fee? But yeah, but definitely I would say that if there's any interest in a specific application that doesn't have a demo period of time, reach out to us and, and we will communicate with them directly and set up a demo. And trying this on a camera is really a matter of, I would say, um, possibly less than a minute to set it up. It's very fast. Yeah, it's it's fast to set up the basic of it, but let's say you want it to be sending back to your VMS, your original VMS, sending back to it uh, logs, or you want to have a uh, training for a specific scenario, or you want to create a workflow based on it of alarm management. So on top of it, there, it requires some fine tuning, but I would say compared to the traditional way of implementing such solutions, it's pretty simple and straightforward. Okay. So where can people learn more about this uh, this technology, this app store? So I think that we'll share a list of different links if it's uh, different types of solutions and some videos maybe that show it and the link to SNST's uh, app store site. Uh, you might have to register and from there you'll be able to get access to all to the entire list. Okay, great. So again, just to summarize here, this is just one more step in the direction of providing more flexibility and more options to security directors out there. You know, everybody's application and needs are a bit unique. And here you have an option of, for relatively low investment, find applications that are tailor, somewhat tailor uh, specific to your needs and that you can try that out and improve your security systems, effective effectiveness, and security while also not breaking your budget. We believe the trend here is uh, pretty clear in terms of utilizing AI around security and providing more flexibility to the clients and users out there. We're going to continue to keep an eye on this. Ron, I would and say share I would more like information. to add, uh, add one small point around this, uh, if I may, uh, okay. is that I think that one important advice from us to our listeners is around also gaining the confidence of using these kinds of innovative solutions. So we have here a way with the low cost matter to try it out, to really see what is the value that everybody's been talking about in the last five to 10 years around these kinds of technologies. So I'm saying it's already there. There are solutions that are in place and feel free and try and put efforts in trying it out and learning about it because this is the future of security. And it's great news that they are opening up an office in Singapore or they already have opened an office in Singapore. So this this will be more useful for the market here in Asia as well. Okay, so let's wrap this up. Avichai, we're gonna, let's continue to keep an eye on this. And as you go through this uh, judging process, you know, keep us updated. Okay, let's wrap this up. Thank you again, Avichai. And um, let's, let's continue with this.